Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss six questions in nine minutes because leaders know how to be concise. Let's get started with our guest today. Our first question, in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Well, thank you so much for having me today. It's wonderful to be here. Um, my name is Myra Alden, and I'm a brand strategist uh, with a particular emphasis on visual communications. So I've worked in this industry uh, for about 20 years now. Uh, I work in a whole range of service offerings, everything from corporate live meetings and events to uh, small uh, independently owned businesses. Wow, 20 years, that is a lot of experience. So yeah. you obviously know your stuff, good for Thank you. you. <laughs> Question number two, what's the best thing about working with a team? Well, for me, um, I feel like you get so much insight and energy from having a team. Uh, I do work independently quite a bit, uh, but I work oftentimes in ad hoc teams. So I'm not necessarily overseeing employees on a day-to-day -day basis, but I'm working with large groups um, to help motivate them and organize them. Um, I like people personally. Um, I wouldn't want to just work by myself all the time. Uh, and there's always some new, um, aspect of my industry that I can learn from other people, uh, some new aspect of like a, what motivates people personally and professionally that um, allows me to sort of key into how to really get to a place where I can motivate people. Mm. That's great comments. I, I share your um, situation where you, you work on your own quite a bit, but you yeah. like having people around. So I, I understand that and appreciate yes. that. Question number three, I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to get team members engaged. Tell us your thoughts. Um, I think that can be true. I think especially now, you know, we are in the middle of this pandemic and people are working uh, from home and, you know, remote teams are being put together. Um, I've done a lot of that work throughout my career. And I think there are several uh, strategies that can be employed to bring people together. Uh, one for me is when at all possible to have some type of kickoff meeting to get people on the same page. Um, it's really difficult trying to get everybody up to speed and aligned around a particular business uh, initiative or mission. Uh, if you don't get people sort of in the quote same room, even if that's virtually. Um, I think also having some shared um, communication protocols is helpful. I've worked on some projects where things can get away from you and suddenly everybody's texting you on every number that you have, they're emailing you on six emails. You know, there's just no um, sort of hierarchy of, of the communication channels. And I think that's particularly in, in important at this moment um, to let people know these are, these are the expectations, you, you know, whatever that may be for a particular project. Uh, because otherwise we're just inundated with information and we spend all day just trying to respond and not really moving the ball forward. It was much more reactive that way, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. So, great comments. Question number four, what other piece of advice do you have for leaders of teams? Oh, I was thinking on this question a little bit before this, uh, this call. And one thing that has really been important for me is trying to get to know my team members um, as I said, oftentimes I'm meeting people fresh and we're starting in on a project, but I think that it is very important to invest a little bit of time to learn something about the team member, because 
in the projects that I've worked on, there's, you know, high demand there, there's always some sort of velocity and, you know, demand from uh, sometimes a third party to, to meet deadlines and expectations. So if you don't know something about the person you're working with, it becomes really difficult to motivate them. So I try and, you know, just have a little bit of friendly banter to understand sort of what their role is, how they see themselves as a contributor, uh, perhaps what new skills they are trying to develop um, so that I can make sure that I give people an opportunity to try those things. So it's sort of a twofold aspect. One is they're aligned around the mission of that particular project. Um, the other is that they have their own personal goals and desires and needs. Um, so if I can determine what those are quickly, then I can key into those and, and pull out that information as needed to, to really keep things moving forward. That is such great advice because it is so critical that we help people connect their individual interests, passions, whatever it may be with that mission, that alignment that you talked about, yes. but also that you get to know them on a personal level. That just, that just means so much more. And they just, they want to give more when you, when you take yeah, that. Yeah. And it's genuine. I mean, I, um, I like to mentor people. So I like to find out, you know, I'm a person who likes new challenges and I like to, to try new things. And so when I'm uh, in a new project, I look for those opportunities. And so when I can do that with a team member, I'll always try and, and align those, those goals. Great advice. Thank you. Thank you. Question number five, what other successful leaders of teams would you like to recognize that have had a positive influence in your life? Yes. Uh, again, I was thinking about this um, in context of the time during which we're, we're speaking. Um, with this pandemic, as you know, so many people are struggling with their uh, businesses, with their, you know, if they were employees, they've been laid off. And um, one particular aspect of my work is I try and, and work with either women-owned businesses or business that um, try to focus on the advancement of women in the workplace. Uh, so I've been thinking a lot about the women who have been stepping up and leading both their, their businesses, um, their, their teams within a corporate setting, but also they're really leading on the home front. So, you know, many women have children that they're looking after who are now being homeschooled. And so I just wanted to give a shout out to all the women who are um, really doing a lot of double duty here. Uh, there was a statistic that um, 2 million women have left the workforce during this pandemic. Mm. Um, and because of, you know, either being laid off or because of the demands at home. Uh, so they're really leading on on several fronts. So I didn't want to call out anybody specifically, but um, I think that it is very important to support women in the workplace and especially during this time. Absolutely. Well, thank you for recognizing all those great women out there who are, as you pointed out, doing double duty and, and absolutely uh, have been adversely affected and disproportionately affected by the pandemic. I, I saw yes. the same article, but I saw a uh, headline that, that suggested the same thing, that we that women are really being hammered because of this pandemic. They really are. And they, um, some people are predicting that the, the repercussions in the workplace could last as much as a generation. Oh, so wow. it will be very important for all businesses to recognize what has been happening and to make sure that women are um, supported as they either start their own businesses or re-enter the workforce um, to, to really, you know, we have made so many gains uh, in the past several generations. We just don't want to lose ground. And I believe that it benefits 
everyone to have women in the workplace. Absolutely. I completely agree. And I really appreciate you bringing those points up. Very important to remember. So thank you. Absolutely. Last question. Tell us about your first job. Oh, yes. Um, my first job actually was in retail sales. I worked for um, a small shop in Miami, Florida, actually in Coconut Grove. And it was uh, owned by a woman who was a small business owner. And she had a wonderful shop full of jewelry and crafts and whatnot. And um, it was really wonderful to see her develop her business over time. I worked there for about three years. Um, and also for me to really uh, hone my skills as a young salesperson uh, to try and you know quickly build rapport with people, make people feel comfortable, understand what their needs were, um, you know, do, do sort of a uh, consultation with them to find out what they were looking for. And they're skills that really have carried forward with me throughout my career, whether I'm working in a corporate setting or working with small business owners. It's amazing to me, you know, I ask this question of a lot of the guests and it's amazing to see the correlation between that very first job and what they're doing now. There are yes. all some parallels. Now, once in a while, we have somebody that had a really terrible first job experience that tells them this is not where I want to be. So they start somewhere else. But there's a lot of correlation between the first and the current. And so I absolutely. I don't know if you can hear my cat. My cat just came in and is saying oh. hello to all your viewers. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I didn't hear anything. And there's nothing wrong with that. We all know the circumstances. We're all working from home. And we, absolutely. So Myra, thank you so much for being on the podcast. How can people find you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have a couple of different websites, but the best way to reach me is through an email. Uh, the name of the business is Proximity, and the email is hello at proximityinc.co. So that's .co. So hello at proximityinc.co. Very good. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. Again, that's teamengagementpodcast.com. And we encourage you to subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day. Thank you so much.